welcome to Life Coaching on the Move. I'm your host, Dawn Fisk. I'm so pleased that you're here today uh, joining me and listening to me. Um, I hope you're having a cracking week. I hope you're really well. Um, I just wanted to say that don't, if you're new to this podcast, um, don't forget that there are past, many, many past episodes actually on a whole host of different subjects um from goal setting to overcoming self doubt to writing a cv to interview preparation to stress management um sleep all sorts of different subjects so feel free to browse through i would suggest that if you're new to start with the first 10 episodes 1 to 10 uh, rather than go back to last week's and the week before in that order it just makes more sense and it kind of gives you um, my foundation of coaching. So start there if you want to start anywhere. Um, also, the last thing I ask, of course, is that if you enjoy this, please do pass it on to friends. Uh, put it on a link on your social media, perhaps, um, because I don't advertise it anywhere. It's literally just word of mouth. So if you're able to support that, that would be really, really kind. Thank you so much. The last thing to say before I crack on to this week's episode um, which is all about overcoming paranoia um, and negative thinking. The other thing I wanted to mention, which might be of use if you're in the Hampshire area this Saturday and would like to attend um, my free two-hour confidence workshop in face-to-face in Basingstoke. If you're able to get here 10.30 on Saturday morning, you'd be very welcome to join me. Uh, that's Saturday the 30th of April. Email me through the website to book your place and for me to give you the venue address, etc. Um, the email address is dawn at milestone-coaching.co.uk or visit the website where you can sign up www.milestone-coaching.co.uk where there is additional, there's a blog which you can follow, there's all sorts of information, some online courses and some other Zoom courses to sign up for or if you'd be interested in one-to-one coaching either face-to-face or on Zoom, you can book coaching session with me to cover anything that you want to cover. Right, let's launch into today's uh, website. I need to, um, not website, <laughs> I'm paranoid now um, about what I'm about to say because today's uh, episode, that's the right word, is all about paranoia or how to... Um, kind of what the antidote for paranoia is. Now, what is paranoia? What do I mean by having paranoid thoughts or feelings? Um, Well, really, it's the belief or the feeling that the world, the universe, entities, people are all conspiring um, against you or you know, you're full of mistrust or you've got a disbelief or you're uh, you're doubting everything, everybody, that you feel the world is a negative place, out to trip you up, out to bring you negativity, uh, conspiring against you and all your endeavours and everything that you try to um, pursue, uh, you're mistrustful, you're disbelieving, those sorts of thoughts. It's really quite negative, actually, isn't it? It's a horrible, horrible feeling. Um, And what does that do for any of us? Well, it causes anxiety. 
um, for sure. Laying awake at night, insomnia, um, concern about uh, is it worth doing these things? Is it worth you setting those goals? Is it worth you taking steps for it? Is it worth you applying for that job or asking that person out or um, anything like that? Because the world is against you, because it'll only go horribly wrong. You're probably prone if you're suffering from this to some catastrophizing thoughts it'll be a disaster I'll be a disaster they won't be interested um, I won't be successful what's the point etc so the result of these paranoid thoughts or negative thoughts is that it holds you back or, or the thoughts hold you back because there is this feeling of there be a waste of time it'll just go wrong um the universe will collude against me. You won't trust those people. You won't trust their motives, etc. Um, so that provokes procrastination. It provokes a feeling of being stuck and holding yourself back. Um, it's self-limiting. Um, who is ever going to... We only ever rise up to our own perceptions of ourselves, our own judgment of ourselves, our own perception of our abilities. We never go beyond those. So if we're holding ourselves back because the universe is out to get us or the universe um, is a negative place and, um, you know, you're not lucky, it never goes your way, um, always goes horribly wrong, those sorts of thoughts then you're never going to push yourself out of your comfort zone. You're never going to push you yourself beyond what you feel you might be able to achieve. But let's try it anyway. Let's just work really, really, really hard, throw everything I've got at this, and maybe I will achieve this or succeed in that or find this happiness. Um, you'll only ever self-limit and um Shortchange yourself, actually, is probably the phrase. So these thoughts can then haunt you. Um, you will, I always say this, and you may have heard me say it on the podcast, search and you will find. So if you search for great things, um, you will find them because that's where you're looking. That's what the stones you're uh, turning over. You're looking for good things. I can guarantee you 10 good things have already happened for you today. You may not realise them, you may not ex have noticed them, you may not appreciate them, but 10 things, if I set you the task to now sit down and spend two minutes mulling over the day, what 10 things can you think of that actually went considerably well, that actually were quite positive, were actually good. They will be there. It may just be that the, the perception that you've got, the thoughts you've got, the mindset you've got, the mood that you've got, the beliefs that you've got, prevent you from noticing them, but they will be there. Equally, if you're a really positive person, a really upbeat, happy soul that sees the good in everything, you will have in instantly spotted those and more, because there will be more, and not that I would want you to do that, this, but if I were to set you the task to look for 10 negative things, you would find those if you looked hard. You may not initially see them because of your mindset, because of the way you're thinking. So the world is our choice. We can choose to see them positively or we can choose to see it negatively and adopt those 
slightly paranoid feelings, slightly mistrust, mistrusting feelings, disbelieving feelings, uh, negative, searching for who's out to get us, who's having a go. We can imagine then that people are talking behind our back or they've let us down or... Um, you know, they've hurt us or whatever, because that's what we're looking for. So, um, as I say, it will cause stress, it will cause anxiety, it may cause insomnia, it may affect your health, your well-being, how much you do achieve in reality because of your self-limiting beliefs and the boundaries and um, restraints and constraints that you're putting on yourself because of these beliefs um, will all be taking its toll, all of it. Um, so we will only ever achieve or gain or feel the way we expect to feel or achieve what we expect to achieve because we limit or push ourselves one way or the other. Now, what is therefore, that's pretty grim, isn't it? And who wants to feel that way? And none of us voluntarily want to feel that way. But some of us adopt that so that we don't get hurt. We're ready for it. We don't get let down because we're prepared for it. We don't get hurt because we're protected by it, um, etc. But uh, that's just not a great life to lead. Uh, if we're leading that expectation and those self-limiting beliefs for the rest of our life, that's always going to be negative. And this, this general feeling of stress and looking out for the next thing that's going to come and bite us, hurt us, hold us back, because we're expecting it. Um, so... I was going to say something that's gone right out of my head, so that's not great, is it? The, the truth is about these podcasts, I speak from the heart. I don't have a script. So I speak passionately, but sometimes I lose my thread. Anyway, the antidote for paranoid feelings, thoughts, mindsets is something. And did you have you ever heard of this word pronoia? Pronoic? I hadn't either. When I heard this, I loved it. So much so that I came home and did some research on it, looked more into it. But it's the basically it's the opposite of paranoia. Pronoic people um, believe that the world basically is uh, the universe is fundamentally a friendly place, um, whereas paranoia believes that the universe is fundamentally unfriendly, it's toxic, it's cruel, it's unfair, it's unjust, it's challenging, it's negative, etc. Um, so that, that causes that fear, it's unhelpful, it's disabling. Um, so, or is it convenient? This is the point, you know, is despair or paranoia and the despair that we have as a result, is it just an excuse for laziness? really, deep down, I'm not accusing you, but if we fear, um, fear everything, fear that it's going to go wrong, we're going to get hurt and let down and uh, it's going to be cruel and unfair, that leads to despair and despair may well prevent us from doing anything. So it allows us to be lazy. Um, 
and cynicism and thing is just idiotic, isn't it? Um, fear is unhelpful, is disabling. Why, why do we want these feelings? So although people justify it sometimes to themselves, well, it protects me, you know, I don't get let down, etc. It, it is idiotic. It is unhelpful. It is disabling. So we need to turn it round on its head and adopt a much more pro-noic approach to life, much more um, accepting ourselves for who we are, even our imperfections, pushing ourselves forward, believing that the universe is a helpful place, um, that people are out there to support us, that actually they, the universe and people and uh, situations and anything that comes our way is actually conspiring to bring us lessons, not pain, bring us opportunities, not disappointment, Uh, that the people and the experiences that we encounter, we actually, when we're pro-noic, see them as blessings, even the ones that don't quite go our way. So if you are much more pronoic in your thinking, you won't dwell on any so-called mistakes or so-called letdowns or failings. You will, or anybody trying to adopt this mentality, will instead see it as what's happening to me right now is perfect. And it's teaching me something. It's an opportunity. It's a lesson. It's a gift. If we adopt that, and we... uh, In fact, actually, I I saw somebody had written recently, and I thought that there's so much truth in that. Wherever you are in life at the moment, whatever you're doing or feeling or going through, if we see it as just right now for us, whatever it is... And our interpretation may add to that a label of good or bad, but it's just our perception of it. But if we see it as perfect right now for me, whatever is happening is right for me at the moment. Now I just need to dig deep and find out what's in it that I can take from it. So if it's, say, a broken relationship that you're going through, if you can see it as this is exactly right, right now, for me, this moment, because it's going to lead to something else, it's going to teach me something, it's going to open other doors. So if it's a broken relationship, or if you've just been told they're going to let you go at work for whatever reason, because, you know, they're they're cutting budgets and cutting heads and things like that, you can turn it round as a positive and go and find that other opportunity. Go and find that right relationship. It clearly wasn't right for you or it wouldn't be over. I was just reading this weekend um, an, an autobiography by Bob Mortimer, who is a UK uh, comedian and really, uh, he's such a gentle guy, uh, lovely guy. But I was reading his autobiography and uh, there was one chapter... Pre, he wasn't into comedy at the moment. He was practicing law, I think, a solicitor in a okay kind of career, but I don't think it was lighting his fire particularly. Anyway, he came home early one day to surprise his girlfriend. He's a young man at this time and found her with another guy, broke, 
broke his heart, absolutely cut him up. None of us want to experience that. that that's never, on the surface, a good or a nice experience to go through. Um, she she left, got her stuff, didn't come back. Obviously, by the time he came home later that day, she'd gone. Um, but, funnily enough, that very next day, I think, or the same day, uh, an old friend just happened to knock on his door, out of the blue. Um, f- hadn't seen or heard from him in a long, long time. He, so it was a huge surprise. He wasn't in the right mood, wanted to st- not talk, not see anybody, wanted to lick his wounds, feel sorry for himself. Anyhow, the, the long-lost friend mentioned a comedy night on Thursday night. If you're at a loose end, join me at the comedy club or whatever this venue was somewhere in London. This was years and years ago. Um... Uh, come along and and come and have some comedy. And he did not feel like it, didn't believe he would be going. Anyway, Thursday came and he forced himself on the bus to this venue to watch some comedy. Absolutely loved it. And long story short, he actually became a double act with that comedian, uh, Vic Reeves. Um, they became a double act. And he his whole career in comedy and entertainment came about because of that heartache, that situation that felt gut-wrenchingly painful, probably still did for for a while, I'm not saying it fixed it straight away, but it opened so many doors. If he hadn't have come home early and found that situation and gone through that, he would never have felt emotionally that he needed to go out and force himself out to cheer himself up and go and see the comedy. He would have gone home with a takeaway and watched some TV with his girlfriend, as he had done regularly, habitually, every night after work, both of them exhausted after a day's work. And who knows where his life would be now? Um, because for years he had, a, he has and is continuing to have a very successful career as a result and is a very, very happily married, life-fulfilled person as a result. But it's one of those situations, isn't it? And if we look back on our lives, many of us have those sorts of situations. It was really painful at the time. It wasn't what we wanted. But actually, when we look back, it was perfect for us at the time because of what it led to, what it created, what it caused. So if we can adopt a much more pro-noic attitude in life um, and push ourselves to look for just the fundamental belief that the universe is friendly, um, that it's just, it's fair. And it's not always because tragedy and illness and suffering and war and famine do affect. It is a reality. But if we can adopt the, the feeling that it's not out to get us, it's not out to to attack us personally but instead give us opportunities and lessons and experiences and opportunities to push then we will shed that pettiness we will soften our heart um, we will accept ourselves we'll accept our lives and our imperfections and where we find ourselves at the moment but we will then keep a much more open mind a much more open heart. Um, we will appreciate things much more. We will um, notice the positive much more. Um, we will be happier. We will fulfil more. We'll be 
less lazy, if we want to call it, because we will despair less um, and we will embrace much, much more. So that is the subject for today. Um, Try, if you can, if you're already adopting a very pronoic um, mindset, then maybe foster it even more step it up a notch if you can. Um, if you're not yet, then it may well be worth you exploring this, dipping your toe with it more, um, checking yourself when you find yourself with slightly paranoid, negative um, attitude towards life, the world, the universe, your life, um, and changing it and seeing what happens. And try it now, try it today. Right now, think about 10 good things that have happened already today. And I can guarantee you'll find them. And do that every day. Do it every evening. Um, Look for more, 20, whatever. Um, Happiness is definitely underpinned, as I've said in previous episodes, with an ultimate feeling of gratitude. We cannot be happy if we're ungrateful. Uh, If we, you know, have an ungrateful mindset, we can't be happy at the same time. We have to have gratitude to, in order to be grateful. We have to appreciate everything that happens to us, the people around us, the experiences, the, the places, everything, our job or whatever. We have to appreciate most of those things to feel happy. So good luck ex- uh, experimenting with much more pronoic um, Uh, emotions, mindsets and approaches in life, uh, flipping the paranoia um, and using pronoic feelings as the antidote to any paranoia that we've got. Good luck. If you want to share your results, your thoughts, your experiences, then always drop me an email. I love hearing from you. Dawn at milestone-coaching.com uk. Have a really, really great rest of the week. And I really look forward to talking to you on the next episode.